Well, hello, guys. Welcome to the Growing Tree Podcast. You might be asking yourself, why is Bowen talking like this today? Well, well, well. We are talking about fashion. We are talking about culture and history. And so I have my shades on. So there's Kenneth here. And because the light is so bright, we can barely see. Oh, hell no. And actually, we can actually barely see. We can barely see. <laughs> because we're shooting indoors. Yeah. And we can't see at all. But it's the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Fashion has to give. Yeah. It must give. It must speak. What do you mean? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, guys, welcome back to the channel. Um, I think we can take this off again. Yeah. So we can actually see. Um, with me, I have today is my friend Kenneth. Kenneth is an image consultant, a stylist. She's worked with different brands in the past. Uh, if you're a to be bride, if you're a to be bride, mm-hmm. you can hope you can you can get Kenneth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So, so what are the brands you, you what are the some of the brands you you worked with? Okay, so um, what I do is I work with a lot of brides, like yes. And I also educate people on what it means to be stylish and what kind of fashion they can invest in. So basically ways you can save time and save money. And save money. Yeah. So looking good on a budget. Looking yeah. good on that. Can we look good on that like 10K, 5K? Yes, you can. Sure. Can we look good on that 5K? Yes. Really? Sure. Of course. You just have to invest in the right things. And build, and build a sustainable wardrobe. It doesn't mean that you have to buy all your outfits for 5k. That's not possible. But what you can do is build a sustainable wardrobe from time to time. Yeah. Okay, so when you mean sustainable wardrobe, do you mean like something that is old and then changing it and turning it into something else? Is that what you mean? Well, that could work, but also investing in things that are quality. It goes a long way. Okay, over time. Yeah. Okay, so quality over quantity. Yeah. That's kind of for you in a nutshell. Okay. Okay, so today we're talking about fashion. We're talking about fashion, and not just fashion. Fashion that has a play in culture and tradition, right? Mm-hmm. And Kenneth, you have a book that we are talking about it before we came on air. Yeah, so there's something I believe about, you know, fashion, style. Um, a lot of people actually say that style is more vanity. But to me, it's more of a strategy to where you're going, to what you want to become. So see style as a strategy more than vanity What's so vanity? for me i say style is more of a strategy thing than vanity so think about it like that's you know, interesting i think i don't think i've ever heard that before yeah yeah because like sometimes when you wear or put on different outfits uh-huh. for me anyway this is fairly subjective i kind of not take on a character but i kind of take on maybe i agree yeah maybe there's a time yeah you know or maybe there is a culture that was appropriate. So, so before we came on air, I was saying I was wearing track bottoms, and I was saying that oh, I feel like I'm in the estate somewhere in Brixton, mm-hmm. and I should be saying in it, bro. <laughs> True. Yeah, fam. What, what's up, fam? You know, I should be saying something like it. It kind of depicts to me a certain time, a certain space, era, a certain era. Yeah, that. So, so it for me, I, I never. It's interesting to see. Um, you have to position how you dress. Yeah. It's, where you want to, to yeah, where you, how you dress is how you'll be addressed. It's a real thing. It's not just a look. Like a lot of people say, um, how you dress is how you are being addressed. It's it's a real thing. That happens to the best of us. So you see someone walking down the road and is well-dressed in a three-piece suit, you know, bathtub, 
looking good and looking sharp and you see some random guy wearing shorts and maybe a t-shirt and depending on where you are and the kind of business you want to consult you know the kind of person you want to interact with first because of the certain amount of um maybe the kind of business you want to do at the time but trust me you're first of all drawn to the person who is well dressed well dressed yeah that's interesting let me let me play the other part because there's a just you saying um giving examples there was a time i was i was out with a couple of friends and this was even recent no yeah and um we were at a lounge right i don't know if i should say the lounge but i think it's fine we be at rsvp and um and Obviously, you know, RGP is a restaurant at, at, at night by the poolside. It turns into like a lounge and bar. We're at a lounge and everybody is dressed. It's Friday, right? Everybody's kind of dressed. Not casually, but, you know, everybody dressed in the middle. Yeah, semi, semi-casual. Not too, we're not doing too much, right? And there was a guy that walked past and he was, he was like a sore thumb. He was, he was so flaring. He had a three-piece suit. Come on, and know. Like in in his inner uh, vest, yeah. Like he was, he was dead from H to T. But we were thinking, how unnecessary. Are you in the boardroom meeting? Who are you coming to address? <laughs> I mean, you could you could have very well. It would have in that setting. You could have very well lost the 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 blazer. You could have you could have lost even the inner vest, and maybe unbuttoned. In little, in little, because of the kind of environment, it's by the poolside, by the way. Oh wow, by the poolside, <laughs> and we see someone that just came, Chris, just came like he landed in his private jet. Hmm. Do you understand? That's the look he's giving us. He landed in his private jet, just finished discussing a multi-billion-dollar contract, and then he's coming down. Like, I oh, didn't you have time to change? Well, well, you know, um, there, there's something a lot of people do now. It's called a personal uniform. Um, a lot of um celebrities do that. Mm-hmm. Some of them, like, okay, let's say the president of America, um, they have personal uniforms. Um, Adebola Williams here in Lagos, he has a personal uniform. So some people, Max Zuckerberg, he has built a personal uniform over time. Mm-hmm. So that could be his own personal uniform. I'm not trying to defend. But you could actually have lost the jacket and say, you know what, this is a more relaxed environment. But you don't know where he was coming from. Yeah, you don't know what he's trying to do or he's trying to meet at the poolside. You get. Yeah. So, yeah, in my defense, it could be his personal. Well, in his defense. Yeah. In his defense, rather. It could be his, it could personal, be his personal uniform. But also, you need to learn how to, you know, dress appropriately for different spaces. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I, I, I totally agree with that. Because um, if if I think most people know that, okay, first impressions, like the the counts, right? It counts um, how you how you dress, how you carry yourself, how you speak, mm-hmm. um, how your aura, your attitude. That's how people are going to address you. If you are approachable, if you're not, they will surmise that in the first few seconds that they meet you. If this is something you know, and then sometimes people don't have the opportunity to change their narrative. Very true. So, um, yeah. Okay. So now I've been doing a lot of research, but this is not, it's not a recent thing, right? Um, culture has evolved over time mm-hmm. and so has fashion. Well, fashion also, it has evolved, but it's also recycled. I would say that fashion is a revolving door. 
um over the years we can see that come to play with the things that um come as trends and go and a few years later you see them that they're back let's talk about courses for instance courses have been around um since the 60s actually 60s 80s um when we talk about the english people our 60s is, is, is just yesterday yeah like the 12th century yeah so as far back as that so but they are back they are famously back and um a lot of nigerians are doing the most with it so um fashion style is a revolving door and fashion and style too it's an act what do you mean nigerians do the most what do you mean? Is it like our Yes, like everywhere you turn, you are just seeing someone in a corset. And even at that, it doesn't look good on everyone. I think you have to find what looks good on you. And just because it's a trend doesn't mean you have to jump on it. So when you say um, a lot of companies are trying to, you know, deliberate on what should be a trend and what should not. Um, I think what needs to come to play even as um, regards style culture you need to know that what is okay for my body type we're two different people we don't have the same body type and you can't just jump on any trend you see because um, everybody's wearing it everybody's wearing um crop top you have a big stomach why do you want to wear crop top it's not for people like you i'm not trying to body shame anybody here but you have to know what works for you what works for your body type no, you can't. That's just you being imaginative. Your imaginations are running wild. And you need to, you know, look at yourself, get your body checked out, analyze your tests you can take online that it can help you, you know, analyze your body, tell you what your body is like and what um, kind of outfit will work for you as a person. And a lot of people don't want to do that because they imagine that they look like a mannequin. You are not a mannequin. Some of us, I have a, a size 12 or you're looking at an outfit that would look good on a size 6. So you need to know and understand your body type. I think that's one of the reasons why people have what I ordered versus what I got. So that's one of the major reasons. Because you keep picking things that don't even know, they don't, they don't work for your body type. So how would you know until well, you try it? Well, you never know until... Yeah, but that doesn't mean that you... You can use them as trials at home. There are things that you can use to, you know, try them, try to see if it works for you. You don't have to get it in a main dress. You can get it in a maybe thrifted outfit or try something that someone has that you think would look good on you. And then get a second opinion. Because the opinion might not just be the final opinion. And it might be the final opinion because it's you, your body and what you want. But then again, you need to be sure that this looks good on me and it's good to go. I mean, it, 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 I see where you're coming from. It's purely, it's purely based, like subjective, the stuff. It's purely subjective. And because it's subjective, it's open to interpretation. Yeah. You know, that's the um, slippings of it. My body, my choice, yes. what I like. My body, my choice, what I like. What um, I feel comfortable in. Comfortable in. Um, I don't care if it makes other people feel yeah. Um, if I want to wear this, you know, this is this is what this is. It makes me feel. It might be banned. Yes, and it makes me feel. Are you trying to get everybody's attention? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um. Anybody can kind of determine what they 
want to wear at any given time based on how they feel and how they want to be received by people and the attention they want to get they have people have different reasons for yeah. putting things on the way they, they or whatever they want to put the way they it. feel comfortable in yeah and and sometimes growth doesn't come from there do mm-hmm. you understand i wanted to share something with you so when it comes to fashion fashion is like a it doesn't have any rules or rather they say fashion doesn't have rules there's no rule to this thing you can wear it how you want but that's not true there are basic rules there are basic rules as okay you have to wear why don't you wear nylon if fashion doesn't have rules do you get well you have to still wear clothes and there are ways that they you have known this outfit to be styled over the years so why can't you just follow the basic rules? Alter it here and there, but everything has rules. Whether you like it or not. In as much as we say, oh, I'm an alternative dresser. There's no rule to this thing I wear. But there are still patterns and colors that you can match that will come out great. That's something that you need to put into consideration. You can't just come in, come out looking like a crazy person and just assume that fashion is fashion. Fashion is what it is and I'm just going to do what I want. Okay, so you're even talking about patterns and colors and mixing that. Yeah. Okay, not looking like a wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Sort of okay. Looking like a scarecrow and just want to. <laughs> okay, I hear that. All right, if we, if we, let me di- divert the conversation to Because, you know, we're, we're now in this, we, we do a lot of made in Nigeria things, yes. right? And um, I'm of the, which is great, which is great. Super which is proud. Awesome. Actually awesome i mean thank god you know because i think most of our um culture in nigeria when you're raised you're watching tv and your mind is being formed in a certain way and the people that you see and who you look at are not exactly looking like you or if Mm. they look like you they look much older than you so um they're still not looking like you you know so there's no representation so the representation that you get is from you know online space yeah i mean before online uh it's is is it's from it's from hollywood uh yeah, movies um when we used to watch um dstv all those time or maybe our lookout uh televisions you used to find all the american all the english every everything um portrayed on there people that speak that's why people speak a certain way they've never traveled but they speak they have an accent because of what they have watched that have been that has been inculcated in their system in their you understand so fashion is is like that as well um that you find that people in new york they dress a certain type of way but when you, you come to nigeria you find people in lagos island dressing exactly the same type of way but where did the culture where's what's your culture what johnson mm-hmm. why you i can understand someone when you snap back with ny and you know the durag and it, that is is the bronx right mm-hmm. it, that's the fashion with the with the arts sneakers i get it she gets that's the vibe yeah um but in lagos somewhere someone is also doing the same thing and i don't understand why well i do understand why because i feel like in my opinion is cultural i don't know if i can say population but i think that because we've been fed mainstream media yeah purely yankee united states uh, united kingdom and we weren't doing a lot of like how we're doing now a lot of niger Nollywood, owning your own African identity, sure. owning your tribe. So we used to inculcate other people's the culture. Yeah, culture to ours. Now, 
before I even digress to um, maybe how we model after people we adore. That's in In fact, let's even talk about it now because that's huge. Because you see your celebrities, you like them, you idolize them. Very true. Then you now start making decisions, fashion decisions based on what you see them wear yeah, instead of, you know, <clears throat> cultivating something for your own self or rather building something around your body type or building something around your culture. Like a lot of people do not now look at um, Africa as the next big thing. You're thinking your favorite europe celebrity is like a big deal and they are looking up to you or looking up to africa for the next big thing in in terms of design i was going to say in terms of design because Mm -hmm. most of these people want to wear african designs they want to they look forward to it and they feel the richness and the the richness in our our tradition our culture even in terms of style as well yeah so for me i I think my my journey has been I'm, i'm not super conservative I'm not okay. a super conservative fashion stylist. Like, is that, that what you that, 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 um, but I was really heavy on the, on the black, you know, and I was really heavy on like, you know, the boots. Yeah, and that's gothic now. No, I didn't know this. You, you, have, to, you have to believe me. Oh, I did okay. not know that I was channeling Avril Lavigne. Hmm. Because I loved her. Yes, that's the thing. That's the thing. So you, you, you become what you look at. So I think over time, and, and it's going back to individualism, individualism. In, in fashion, so, so yes, there's a rule. From in my opinion, no. But in my own, I it has evolved over time where um, the individualism of me, uh, and also when I've learned things, you know, as you grow up, you learn things, you learn, you know, how to relate to people, you learn how to. Um, you learn a lot of things about like involvement, self, involving yourself or self-involvement in terms of growing up, right? And um, you kind of inculcate that. Sometimes I can, I can, I can dress in short, in the short Sometimes you can see me. I mean, this would be really. I really did not care. To be Sometimes this see-through stuff. You see, you. I wear this see-through stuff. You see my bra. I mean, I, my, my best friend, to my, to my best friend, to be like, but, but what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, this, 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 this. So there, there was a, a self-involvement in that, and I was like, okay, yeah, if, if someone, like, if, there is, if people relate to me in a certain way, um, when I dress that way. Uh-huh. And that's this, in that place. Let's say I went to, and that's how I dressed. Um, and some of the people don't know me. Maybe most of the people don't know me. Or some people don't know me. Did I was I, I was I dressed in a certain manner, like when they looked or they learning? Maybe because I was I was already taking up the market as well. Like, maybe that's why. Sure. Yeah, that. Maybe that's why because my ring was there, you know, to so the know that oh, I'm, I'm 
I'm taking. I'm not looking for your attention in that manner. I'm not trying to seek. Yeah, and if I if you came at me like that, I'll shut you down. You know, because I'm okay, guys. Yeah, married. Great spoken. So, um, um, so for for me, it was a different experience. Now, if if when I was single and and that happened, to be fair, now that I'm talking and that happened, there were people were calling. You learn, sister. Stand why people even do that, sis. Why well, you know, not a dog? And then you and then you will be walking and you feel the sense of oh, you know maybe you'll be pulling your your skirt down. So, just and you feel like you feel this type of type of way, and I and I feel like now that I'm saying that, I feel like sometimes when you dress in that way to seek attention or for whatever reason, mm-hmm. even like as you're coming out like that, like with half of it showing and all your bits, right? mm-hmm. um, there's a part of you when you start getting those attention that it feels like you have to keep adjusting. Yeah, like if you and that's seen through you, like yeah, you're yeah, boys and that you know that the same people come and say. That's what I'm comfortable in. And all of a sudden, you're no longer comfortable. Why? Like, it's very controversial. Like, if you say, I'm wearing this short because I'm comfortable in it, or I'm wearing this short dress because I'm comfortable in it, it makes me look good. And then you you get to a place where you're sitting down and you are pulling and tugging. Why are you pulling and tugging? I thought you were comfortable with it. So a lot of this, we need to still attach a lot of um, culture up appropriation yes to it because in as much as you want to be stylish you also want to be comfortable because um for me comfort and style they go together if i'm not comfortable then it's not that stylish after all mm-hmm. i used to have a friend she was the best friend i don't know if she would listen to this mm-hmm. she's actually crazy. and when, when we were back in school in england um we were kind of you know like those no no my other gossip was when we were like, you know, at the train station, if we're going for Nigerian Independence Day, yeah, or if I'm going to class, we're dead up. If I'm going to class in the morning, my law class is 8, 7 a.m. in the morning. My darling. Um, from the H to T, nothing is missing. No. Nothing is missing out of order. So she used to say, wait, I mean, she didn't go to the same uni as, as we did. Oh. We were running to each other. Maybe we were in London, right? Going somewhere. So I remember like running into the train station with and all of us, I think we we're going for Nigerian So we were, you know, glam, glam look. The them ones that like maybe, and I mean, I mean, glam, Kenneth. I don't even like maybe all out. Maybe like the ball, the undergarments is like sh- they put something in there. So it's like, yeah, like it's very like avant garde. Mm. Yeah, the skirt is very avant garde. I'm walking on the train station. And then she was like, yeah, doing the extra, doing the extra one now. And then she'll see us, she would be like, and then there's one time she saw us, and then I telling you, if I didn't go, I'm like, hey, she would just the beeline, <laughs> ignored us. And it was after many years after she was like, listen, you guys used to intimidate me with the, how you guys used to dress. I used to be like, with me and my hoodie, we feel like I want to, you know, go under the ground, let mm. the ground just swallow me until I grew up and I owned that. Listen, I like hoodies, I like sweatshirts. What you like is what you this like. This is what I like, and I owned it. And that's you know, the development in that. You know, when she was not telling me like it's not like this is now. She was she was like when I saw you guys sometimes like I have to change my outfit. Like I'm not really dressed. You know, at that time we affected her in a certain type of way where mm-hmm. her, the individual side of her was doused down because she was seeing something else. I think many people are like that as well. True. Like people people will tell you that they don't go to church because 
dress. They don't want to be intimidated by yeah, how so people. They don't want they don't to wear. And so they don't want to be. It's because of the intimidation now. Because if they don't, they feel like they wear their basic clothes. And people always do extra. Can we even talk about how Africans are so extra? It's 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 something to be proud of. I mean, everywhere we go, we represent we represent um we present our culture so well. It is so flawless. We go all out. Nigerians are loud with their outfits. They do the extra. It is something to really, really um you know give Nigerians a round of applause abroad. You know, nine them they do um what they call those things independent days and um, independent day. Yeah. Or Nigerian independence. They yeah. just know that evil tribes are meeting you. We're all going all out. So it's, I feel like other people are looking up to us and say, how come these people are so proud? These people are so, regardless of everything that we're going through as a nation, our fashion will always stand out. It, it's yeah. loud. We go all out. Yeah. me. I used to even, I used to even wear my to weddings. Like, I mean, maybe I'll talk how I feel about it. Please don't tone it down. Live your best life in the most my glamorous. Train. Of, okay, I don't know about hey, trains. My train. When is not my wedding? My train is long. There was one time I went to a wedding. Oh, do you wear a train to someone's wedding? Girl. Train. The way my dress was made. My train is long. And then they were like, oh, I should come and dance with the bride. By the time I saw the bride's train, I not as extra. I was like, no, I can't do that. Sir. This is a video. I'll stay yeah. and sip my malt where I am by the side. But when I come into people's weddings, I make an entrance. Yeah, I and and do, when I was getting married, I would I when people were like I want to do extra, I was like do extra, call with the extra mess, like call me if I if you want to wear white, wear white. I don't agree with that. Please don't wear white to my wedding. <laughs> I repeat on video, I don't want to see you in white at my wedding. I mean, give the bride that respect <laughs> and that honor. You mean play with other colors from the color wheel, but please do not dare. I think it's disrespectful though. Really? Yes, it is. How? I mean, why would you share whites with the bride on a big day? It's what are you trying? And okay, it's just, it's just a color until you see someone wearing almost the same dress with the bride. How can she wear almost okay. the same dress with the bride? Come on. How do you even know what the bride dress. is wearing? Actually, in the wedding dress. Okay. The wedding what, dress if, what, if, what if the bride is wearing something similar? I don't I know. I never think about that. No, I don't think about okay. that because so I feel like I went for a wedding. Extra. I went for a wedding. It wasn't a black dress, it wasn't a white dress, though. It was a black dress that I wanted to wear. Yeah. And it was really good. I liked it. I liked the concert. Mm. I got to the wedding and I found out that that's what she was wearing as a reception dress. So imagine like having to, you know, drag that spotlight with the bride. It is very intimidating. dress though. That's a No, it's still not fair. Not and I'm dress. happy I didn't wear it. Um, thank you, Jesus. I didn't wear it. Oh. Because some people... Some people already have low self-esteem. And dealing with that again can, you know, traumatize them and say, how can you wear that on my wedding? You know, blah, blah, blah. Why do you want to do more than the bride? Yeah, it's not intentional, but allow people to have their moments on their big day. Okay, so I was saying that not everybody have a healthy self-esteem. But when you are, you're prideful. Let me put it on. See, when it comes to fashion, so people Hush, are like, Rudy Kenneth. Guys, it's Rudy Patootie. You know, I'm actually saying this as a fact. I am proudful with my outfits. I like to look good. I like to be extra. 
But when it comes to people's wedding, give them. And if you don't like to be extra, I've seen I, your style. Uh, As a style is not extra. Okay, simple. Yeah, yeah, quite simple, my darling. Huh? I keep it simple. Yeah, she like, does. Simple and classy. Thing. That's yeah. why I just your style. And then again, why would you want to be so extra on somebody's behavior? Because that's my personality. But that's not, that's not. Listen, if Jesus has not intervened in my heart, if Jesus has not intervened Thank in my soul, Jesus. I am coming as I am. And I am coming <laughs> with extraness. And I feel, to be honest, to be quite honest with you, I feel, I do feel that if there is a form of intimidation, and I know the bride personally, and I know that this is something she struggles with, mm-hmm. I will play it tame. Safe? Yes, I'll be very, I'll be tame about it. But instead of having a train, I might just have it draping. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, you can have drapes. I'm not talking about it. Don't draping. have drapes that look like a train. I'll have a drape instead of a train. But usually, when I walk as a wedding guest, my outfit walks with me. And the thing is that she wants to make sure that everybody sees the extra. No, my, my, one, of my, one of my best friends actually sometimes helps me carry my train. Oh my God. When I'm walking. And, um, you know, as I get to my seat, I'm just like, oh, let me make an adjustment. But then if I come simple... There's a time I've come simple. I designed an outfit. I came simple. Mm-hmm. Well, my simple was, 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 like, no, was not draping. But my goodness, did I look stellar and still get extra attention for that outfit. It's just my carriage, boo. It's my carriage, boo. So have your carriage and forget It's my carriage. carriage, boo. And then it comes with extraness, extra sauce. That little cherry on top. That's me. Do you know that Bone just said she was going to wear a little white dress for somebody's wedding? <laughs> and do you know what? I didn't even think about it. What she I, said, what she said, I didn't even think about why that said white. Wear any other color. Please, just leave white cream, right? Cream dress. is insisting that she wants everybody to wear white. I think it's safe to say um, I'm going to wear another color. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I've never worn white in someone's wedding. I've worn like make a creamish white and it was on the beach. Off-white. It was the, it was the only one on... <laughs> It was off-white. Very white. It was off-white. And I had a little fascinator with it, you know, mm, red like lipstick. It was a little like, you know, 60s. It was, it was, you know, it was a it was throwback to an vintage. era. It was giving vintage vibes. Everything. I almost wore it be gloves. I almost wore gloves. Oh God, so it'd be goodness. Amazing. Well, they'll be taunts. Please. <laughs> don't be like bone shot. Well, I don't know. Be hair strap. Good, look good. Look if the Lord made you this way, own it, boo. Own it. Just ensure that you're doing the right thing at the right time. Okay, your moments will come and everyone will let you shine. That's just how I feel about it. I shine everywhere I go. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> no, I'm not saying don't shine. Don't know I shine the bright. guys. You shining is one thing, but you are shining the bride is another thing but entirely. Why would you want to have shine? Ken is my aim is not to shine the bride. That's the problem. That's not your aim, but that's what you are doing. Like, don't go with the intention. I must look better. At, okay, you know what? What if the bride is, you know, a little intimidated, like we said? That's extra. No, that's extra. You know what? General, let's make it a general rule. Don't wear white. <laughs> Just plain safe. And, you know, don't. Like when we start doing, um, you know, a little bit of here and there, yeah. um, you can wear this. Don't wear white. Okay, do you know don't what? Don't wear a massive train to somebody's wedding. Do you know what? Do you know what? Don't My wear, tools. don't wear, don't wear, don't wear white and a massive train to Kenneth's wedding. Okay. And any other bride. Okay, to Kenneth's wedding. And any other bride. All the other kind people. of respect for the bride. I don't know. It's a bit comsy comsa for me. You know, it's like that. Wow, there. <laughs> Please, guys, really, we we'll want to know. Tell yeah. us. Tell us. Actually, this is a good conversation. Tell us what you guys think. Are you extra? Mm-hmm. Should we consider the bride yes. so she's not intimidated? 
um how far it's of consideration do you have to take to your tailor when you get the asherah b i just want to know yeah <laughs> thank <laughs> you so um okay so let, let's land the plane kenneth let's land the plane right mm-hmm. now um we are africans and we are nigerians africans ow yeah um, that's fine <laughs> um so as africans there has been a lot a lot of um mismanagement in the fashion industry what do i mean by this um people would take with the maasai um which is the kenyan okay tribe in kenya um the um are known to be quite traditional right and um they're known to live off of nature right okay and um you see someone come from i don't know napoli right and the apollians they come from nepal and um they have a fashion industry in Nepal and they come and they seek out the Maasai and they find that the Maasai are living off trees and they're not making you know money and then they give them they, they, they give them um, um training on how to design or craft bags and they see that the Maasai have some cows and some goats and some sheep that they can leverage on and maybe they use those animals for things but they hide they discard it so they leverage on that right they leverage on that and they say okay we're going to use this and then we're going to give a power to the side uh tribe and 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 get them to craft and create bags and it should be like a sort of initiative a global initiative that they're doing um they will give a ted talk and that this is what they're doing and this is how they're empowering uh the the Kenyan people, the Ethiopian people, I for one, I'm not for it. Now I understand the benefits, but I wanted to know what you think. But I'll, I'll, I'll go into my opinion later. Um. Well, it's a give and take as well. Okay. Because I mean, as much as you're trying to help them become better, we're also taking from them. Um, so, but you need to find a balance. I feel like these people need to find a balance to these things. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as are you taking more than you are giving? Mm-hmm. Um, is this a open book? Mm-hmm. I think I, one thing that I would really appreciate um, for things like this is transparency. Hundred. Like you need to be transparent and show all your cards and let people know what you're really about and what you really want to do or what this initiative is about. Not because you're trying to get letters from them and you feel like, oh, these people, they have a lot of cow, they rear a lot of animals and these things can be beneficial to us, you know, producing um, this kind of uh, materials, bags and all. And another thing is, whose name is this product in? Mm. Are we talking about the people that came to teach them, or are we talking about the people, the organization, the the organize the um, owners of the material? So it's a fifty-fifty thing. In as much as they are learning, um, you can learn for a while, but over time you should be able to break out and do your own thing. But Thank when you. they don't want you to break out, yes. and they want you to be still to still be under their influence and yes. under their control, and that becomes a problem. Yeah, because that's not true empowerment. Yeah. You just give your money to some people and then you're taking you're taking what 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 they've done and you're getting cheap labor mm-hmm. and where do you quit that with? with with which region where where do you quit that with like i can't go to italy and look for someone that crafts shoes 
and find a cobbler or a shoemaker there and then you know pay them minimum wage or pay them less than they deserve or or take advantage right of their style or their tradition because that's what it is is their tradition right so they, they will label it um africa inspired by you know africa or something like that right just, mm, just to get people up their back yeah and so there's this especially in the fashion industry there's not a lot of transparency of course um things are no fashion fast fashion yeah um it's a, so even sustainable fashion and we, we spoke about it earlier in terms i don't know if you were on air um even like when what i'm trying to do with my wedding dress trying to make it uh into another dress is not exactly sustainable to be honest because what it would take to make another dress and to turn that dress to another dress is the same is is equated the same what 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 does it do to the society to the ecosystem what's about three percent or so is like so the sustainability is not a lot to be honest um, something to start with is something to begin with in as much as you're not making it from the scratch you are saving the planet from another process of making an entirely new dress do you get it no it's, it's the same it's the same it creates the same if you do some research it creates the same as you make it so entirely you another dress. fabric no not no. A, not exactly so you're saving that Yes, because if you want to get another fabric, that means you have to do away with this one and put it somewhere, and that maybe get thrown in the trash, or you put it you put it out for, um, put it out to be taken away, maybe trash or the, something like that. Then the next thing is it gets in the hands of somebody. The person tears it into five, takes one part, and then it goes to the ocean, gets somehow, and then it becomes polluted. But if you're going to refurbish or redesign that outfit is going to um it's still coming to your wardrobe it's still staying in your wardrobe so you're saving the planet in one way or another it might not look like a lot it might not look like the superhero style but you're saving the planet okay let, let, let me you're saving the ocean let, let, let me let me play devil's advocate um the 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 process in which you use the material mm-hmm. right that you've already bought if it was if it was it was polyester you know the, the damage already done. If sure, you get rid of that. So, um, you're 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 they're sewing another material. They're making an another material, another design. Sorry, from that same material. Um, pieces of that material is still going to go to the trash. Um, sure. going to fall off and it's never going to be used. Um, in them making it, they're going to source for other materials that will make that dress because they're not just using the material. You're sourcing for other things to jazz it up. You're still you're still the reason. So, so the 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 time spent even on on that dress, only God knows if it's going to take an additional, you know, fabric. fabric, right? So, um, I mean, it's a give or take. It's very the 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 impact is very low, right? I think if we wanted to look for sustainable fashion, we should be like going to government. In a developed country, you could go to. Uh, the government and lobby a company can lobby for these things uh, let them increase tax on certain um, materials like polyester so people can buy alternative materials like that are eco-friendly right which you know it costs more but it will be better in the long run if you're really into sustainable well but i don't think nigerians are really that's like a different topic on definitely not yeah definitely but- 
everyone doing their bits, I think we're going to get somewhere eventually. I do believe that. I do believe that. Okay. Awesome blossom. Um, I think we're going to land the plane here. We're going to what is it? What is this settle here? Because there's so much to talk about even surrounding fashion. Um, the never ending conversation. And people have opposing views on what it should be, what should not be, how the development is. So, so, and so fashion has no rules. Yeah, fashion has no rules, but then fashion has rules. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's a merger, fusion of ideas and, you know, opinions and stuff. So, um, we might do another episode another time, but till then, Kenneth, thank you so much for coming to Growing Tree Podcast. Thank you. Do you want to tell us where we can find you? Yes, so you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, at unders- at Kenny's underscore Kenena. Yeah. Awesome. As usual, you guys should already know where we are, where we're located. If you don't know by now, Kilo D, what's the problem? Um, you can find us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And of course, we're on YouTube at Bon Olufe. And my Instagram is Bon underscore Olufe. You can find that anywhere. Till we meet again, me Annas. Love you guys. Love, peace, and peace.